live at the conclusion of another Ohio State win. This one went the way that we thought it should go. Ohio State got up early and didn't look back. Ohio State destroyed Michigan State in prime time with the final score of 38-3. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Another victory. It feels oh so good. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked on Buckeyes. And this is not just another episode of Locked on Buckeyes. This is a postcast after Ohio State's 38-3 win over the Michigan State Spartans. We're definitely going to touch on Marvin Harrison Jr., and he definitely went off in this game. We're also going to touch on Kyle McCord and the defense and the absences that Ohio State had via injury on the defensive side of the ball. But before we get into any of that, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Those of you that are everydayers may realize that, well, this is a different setup. It may sound a little bit different. Microphone's different. Webcam is different. I'm actually out of town in Fort Wayne, Indiana for uh, my aunt's 75th birthday party and her um, vow renewal with her husband, uh, Uncle Robert. They've been together for almost 29 years and went to um, almost 29 years. And then he said almost 30 years, just looking ahead to the time that my Uncle Robert and Aunt Joyce have been married for 30 years. But in Fort Wayne, my wife and I are here up to here together. Um, got a hotel room, watched the game, and here we are live. So the equipment is a little bit different. May sound a little bit different. We'll get back to the regular webcam and microphone and the regular setup when we get back to next week's regularly scheduled shows. And I sure hope what we saw tonight is what we can expect to see from Ohio State throughout the rest of the year. On Friday, we discussed and talked about how Ohio State could come out and really make things difficult for Michigan State. Michigan State's coming in, not a good football team. Talked to my brother today and discussed, hey, Michigan State's bad. They have an interim head coach. And it's not just the interim head coach is it why they're bad. They were bad before they fired Mel Tucker. And then you have an interim head coach who, yeah, he may be a Spartan through and through, but he's not the guy that was hired in to lead Michigan State this season. So you have all that. That's one storyline to look at and to watch. But also you have a Buckeye team coming into this game. You didn't have three big pieces of the pie. The Mike gets drafted in next year's draft available today. Tommy Eichenberg, not available. Ryan Day in a postgame presser, he said, said uh, Eichenberg is weak to weak. Didn't have Lathan Ransom. Didn't have Josh Proctor. Didn't have either one of the, all, all three of those guys. Those are the leaders on the team. Those are multi-year starters for you. Josh Proctor playing the best Buckeye football he's ever played in his life. So you don't have him either. Wow, that's not good. So what did you get today? You got Sonny Styles. You got uh, little Jermaine Matthews Jr. A little, little bit later in the game, Denzel Burke was uh, was here today and uh, played good ball. On offense, it's the first time since Notre Dame, their original 11 starters started in a game 
think about the injuries that this team has endured on this side of the ball. It's almost unheard of to think about the injuries Ohio State has had just in general, offense and defense. But on offense, at running back, at receiver, at tight end, what are we seeing? This team is not healthy. Offensively, when they are healthy, man, it might be a little scary to watch. Kyle McCord today, I want to touch on him later in the show. 24-31, 335 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. Trevian Henderson did not go over 100 rushing yards today. Did not have 200 all-purpose yards today. But what did he have? 13 carries, 63 rushing yards, 4.8 yards a pop, and one touchdown. So he's productive. He is learning how to run with an intent and purpose and deliberately making sure that his steps and his movements are with the action of and the thought that productivity and positive movement is what is the calling card or what he is what is in his mind when he is making um toting the rock for Ohio State. Rotman Marv did Rotman Marv things. I'm out here watching the game, and okay, cool, he had one touchdown. Okay, cool, he had another touchdown. Okay, cool, he had another touchdown. And I'm like, wait, that's three touchdowns. One was a rushing touchdown on the end around. The other two were receiving touchdowns. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Rotman Marv is reminding everybody, hey, I can win the Heisman this year. Yes, he can. But this offense, though, when it's when it's hitting on all cylinders, what is it going to do? Is it a complimentary piece to the defense, who is one of the best defenses in the country? Or is it better than simply a complimentary piece? I think it's better. I think the offense, when it's healthy, and if they're hitting on all cylinders, and as Ryan Day said, hey, it's not perfect. We're going to come out here and watch the film. And when we watch the film, what are we going to find? Hey, there are things that are wrong. Hey, what do we need our guys to be? Coachable. And I believe over this week, we have seen Ohio State be more coachable. Now, I am not there in the meeting room. Neither are you. Most of you are not there in the meeting room. I am not there at practice, just like you. Most of you are not there in practice. I am not there when Ryan Day is having one-on-one conversations, but I would love to be a fly on the wall and hear those conversations that Ryan Day is having with the players. Why? Because whatever he is saying or the coaches, they're saying it's working. Because offensively, early in the year, there were some issues. Offensively, there were some things that weren't going right. Offensively, there were some expectations, not even like lofty expectations, but simple expectations for the Buckeyes offense that simply weren't being met. The marks weren't being hit. And what are we finding, especially in this game? We are finding that Ohio State is getting better and better and better and better. And better to the tune that they averaged five and a half yards a pop on the ground. Rushing the ball had 177 rushing yards, had two touchdowns on the ground. Henderson had one. Harrison Jr. had one. That was the first touchdown of the game. Was an end around on the right side. Uh, he was on, he lined up on the left side of the line. Uh, Kyle McCord fake, handed the ball off to Harrison Jr. Went around the right side of the line. 19 yard rushing touchdown. Oh, my. 32 rushes as well. This That number keeps getting up. Um, I did not think that the Buckeyes would have more, uh, would be close to having more rushes than pass attempts. Now, we all understand things could be a little bit different. Maybe, maybe some of the rushes to Xavier Johnson could have been passes earlier in the year or last year. But what are we finding? Ohio State this, on this night, 32 rushes. 
34 pass attempts. That is between Kyle McCord and Lincoln Keenholz. Yes, Keenholz got it. Keenholz got his first um, time, first snaps being a Buckeye quarterback this year. But the Buckeyes took care of business. They were supposed to destroy Michigan State. They did just that. And I know the over-under, 31 and a half, okay, covered. Um, I understand the, uh, excuse me, the, the, the betting uh, uh, favorites. Book, I said 31 and a half point favorites. Okay, they covered. Um, over-under, don't have the number right on the top of my head. I think it was like 40-something. Okay, cool. That's great. What else did we find? Ohio State took care of business. I went through the details about the absences and the injuries and things like that because I think you need to know the context about this game to say, well, did Ohio State take care of business with their A guys, with all their starters? No. They had some backup guys come in, play phenomenal football once again, and we see the final result, a 35-point win. Buckeyes destroy the Michigan State Spartans 38-3 in prime time. One thing we noticed during this game was that Routman Marv was once again making his case that he should be in New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Routman Marv went off once again. We will dive into that next right here as the Locked on Buckeyes postcast rolls on after a Buckeyes win. But first, this episode is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for tuning in to this Locked on Buckeyes postcast after Ohio State's 38-3 38-3 win over the Michigan State Spartans. If you want to continue the conversation outside of the space of this year po- podcast, head to joinsubtext.com slash locked on Buckeyes. Route man Marv did it once again. He continues to climb up the Buckeye record book. He just passed, I believe it was Chris Carter. And I forget what accomplishment he passed Chris Carter in. I could probably look that up really quickly. Almost at, almost at the bird app, because that's normally what we call it, what I used to call it. But no, um, it's no longer the bird app. It is X, and it is still a little bit odd to call Twitter X. Robman Marv did a couple things. I'm going to read these directly from tweets that Jerry Emig, the sports information director for Ohio State football specifically, tweeted out during the game. Marvin Harrison Jr. has just become the first wide receiver in Ohio State history with two 1,000-yard receiving seasons. He had 1,263 during his unanimous All-American season in 2022, and he now has 1,009 so far this season. That is through 10 games. So he's averaging 100 yards, uh, I mean, 100 yards a game um, through 10 games this year. That's simple, easy math. One other thing we're going to realize is that over the next next couple weeks, 
that could easily be 1,300 receiving yards through 12 games. Now, I'm not just throwing numbers out there. It's realistic. He could have 120 and then 180 or 140 and 160. Like, these are realistic numbers for Rodman Marv because that's how good he is. And then what else are you going to be able to realize? Well, you're going to have possibly – there's a possibility. I can't say a surefire thing. There's a possibility of him playing in the Big Ten Championship game. I say possibility because Ohio State still has to take care of business next week and the week after. I, they can still make the Big Ten Championship game by losing next week to Minnesota. It's a 4 p.m. kickoff that was announced earlier today. Uh, 4 p.m. kickoff. That game will be on the Big Ten Network. So the Big Ten Network gets their one Ohio State game. It's senior day. It's 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Ohio State fans. Yeah, you understand it's around Thanksgiving. So you, some of you might have already scheduled Friendsgivings with your friends. Um, hopefully your friends are comfortable with you or um, having the TV on during this event. Why? Because you don't want to miss this game. You don't want to miss it at all. However, there were some more things that Routman Marv did in this game. Once again, from Jerry, Jerry Emig or next. Marvin Harrison Jr. has tied David Boston for the Ohio State record with 1,400 yard receiving games Harrison Jr. has seven such games this season including 149 yards today off seven receptions with three touchdowns including the first rushing touchdown of his career just insane to think about how good Marvin Harrison Jr. is and one of the best things about watching him play especially during a game like this and if you guys want to hop in the chat go go right ahead Chat room is live, um, like the old school AIM or AOL or whatever you want to call it. The chat room is live. Hop in the chat, have some conversation. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be a Buckeye. One of the favorite, one of my favorite things about Route Man Marv, it's consistency. Consistency with everything that he does. Work ethic. It's the same every day. Consistency. Um, what what are some what are some other things that we learned about Route Man Marv? Uh, his route running consistent like he can run the same route over and over it's going to consistently look the same now there may be some variation he may have to alter it because of the defender and how the the guy is uh, defending him at that time or maybe it's a cover two or a cover three and you might have to alter the route or when you break based off of the coverage of the defense but it's going to look the same why because it's what he does and route man marv is one of those guys that when it comes to him just simply playing the football and him doing his job at a high level, he does it. And I am not going to be a person, y'all, those of you that are everydayers, you realize, Jay doesn't buy into a lot of the narratives that are out there, especially about Rob Man Marv. You're going to sit up here and tell me, oh, it's because it's of his daddy. He's doesn't like his daddy. His dad was a Hall of Famer or is a Hall of Famer, not past tense. He is present tense, a Hall of Famer. So he's going to be this thing as well. And I'm going to say the same analogy, something else that I used before. Michael Jordan's boys, do you know what college they went to? One, do you know how many boys he had? Two, do you know what college they went to? Three, did they play in the NBA? If you don't know how many boys he had, there's a good chance you don't know what college they went to. Um, because if you think he had three boys and he only had two to play basketball, or he only had two in just in general, well, you're off there. You know how many kids Michael Jordan had? Boys, not girls. Boys. Do you know uh what college they went to? I, the probably not. Probably not. LeBron James's oldest son, Bronny. Was Bronny what LeBron was? when LeBron was in high school, when Bronny was in high school. So the high school version of Bronny James, 
was that the high school version of LeBron James? That's an easier way to make that statement. No, I clearly he was not. Um, who else out there is there? Um, Arch Manning, really good football player, but was he the same caliber of his brother Cooper Manning? I don't think so. Because Cooper, from everything I had, Arch is great. But maybe they rival each other, which is still rare. He may, a lot of people also may not have known that Peyton Manning's brother, Cooper, people may, may not know that Peyton and Eli have a brother named Cooper, was a dog in high school. Uh, so don't give me that Marvin Harrison Jr. is doing this because of his dad. I can, There are so many other. Um, Magic Johnson, his son. D- did you know he had a son? If you did know he had a son, is his son what Magic Johnson was on the basketball court? No. The list goes on. I don't know why I went to old school guys. I could have gone to new school guys. Um, Carmelo Anthony is his son. What Carmelo is Carmelo Anthony's son currently? What Carmelo Anthony was when Carmelo Anthony was his son's age? No. So there are so many examples of that statement of, oh, his dad's a Hall of Famer. This was expected. No, it was not expected for Rockman Marv to be this good. And it doesn't matter the route of the coverage. That's one of the best things about this to me. One, Ohio State, let's 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 dive in. It's got a few more minutes, a couple minutes here. Ryan Day has found different ways to put Rob and Marv in different scenarios and put him on the football field in areas for him to be successful. It doesn't have to be, hey, split out wide by yourself the entire time. Marvin Harrison Sr., what did his dad do? Stayed on one side of the field. How do I know? I remember watching Colts games. Reggie Wayne's on one side, Harrison's on the other, and that's just what they did. Now, maybe it was Peyton Manning or Tom Moore, not sure. Um, Tom Moore, the OC. Peyton Manning, the on-field OC, because Peyton Manning really did call the shots. What did we find about these guys? They're a little bit different. So Ryan Day's finding different ways for Rockman Marv to get on the field and to be elite every single down. It doesn't matter if he's split out wide or if it's trips or if he's the middle guy in the trips or he's the inside guy in the trips or he's the outside guy in the trips or most of them inside the backfield from the slot or from the outside. doesn't matter. Ryan Day is finding different ways to get him involved. And for today against Michigan State, for Ryan Day to start to open up the playbook and for the offense to look as efficient as it was, it's fitting that Rockman Marv went off today against Michigan State. And also it's fitting that he had his first rushing touchdown today. Why? One, it was an amazing run. It was an amazing play call, amazing execution. Blockers up front were great. Um, I was kind of looking at, oh, Josh Fryer moving a little bit. Not quickly, but he moved a little bit. I like seeing Josh Josh Fryer out there in open space, moving forward quickly to as well as quick as he quickly as he could. Hey, I wouldn't be moving that quick either. I'm not that fast. Not trying to say that I'm faster than Josh Fryer, but I'm not that fast. But what are we finding? Rob Manmar is hitting it to the offense. Ryan Day is finding different ways to get Rob, Rob Manmar the ball, and it's a beautiful thing to see. Coming up next. Many of you have been critical about Kyle McCord. You can't be critical about the way he played against Michigan State today. We're going to dive into his performance next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses. Who starts 
in who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra, and Revatio prescriptions go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code Locked on at checkout for a discount as well. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code Locked On for $20 off your purchase. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. I also apologize about the delay of the timing of the show. One, I didn't say that earlier. Totally slipped my mind. Um, the webcam was a little wacky. Um, getting the microphone situated was a little wacky as well. So it took me a little bit time, a little bit of time to get the kinks and work through the technology and the production of the show so you can enjoy it at the end of another Ohio State win, which also comes on Veterans Day. If you're a veteran, uh, thank you for your service. This day is for you. Um, it's not just about the discounts that veterans can receive. It's definitely about people like myself and others that are not veterans giving you your flowers while you are here because you deserve them. Who else deserves flowers and appreciation for their performance today? Man, Kyle McCord. I try to tell you. I try to tell you. He is just fine. He is absolutely just fine. Numerous people out there have been very critical about Kyle McCord, number six on the on the roster. Um, maybe he might be number one in your heart. Why? Because this man is good. And it's not just because of Michigan State. Now, I'm going to do something that's a little bit tricky. And maybe some may say it's not the best thing to do. But it's real. It's reality. Kyle McCord right now is showing everybody that the opponent, yeah, it matters a little bit. But this is what, what can happen and what he can do when he is hitting on all cylinders. When he is hitting on all cylinders, what happens with the Buckeyes offense? Man, it's a little bit different. And it doesn't take Henderson having a monster game for McCord to look good, for McCord to hit guys consistently. Think about some of the passes that Kyle McCord hit today. The touchdown to, to Robin Marv on the right side on the right side of the end zone. I think it was his first touchdown catch of the game, second touchdown of the game, a total that he had. What did we find? The ball placement, the timing, everything was right there. What about his touchdown pass to, and I wanted to say it was to, I am correct, Cade Stover, who also gained, after missing a game last week, seven catches, 79 receiving yards, 11.3 yards per reception, one touchdown, a long of 19. What do we find from Cade Stover? Went through all that because, hey, welcome back, Cade. You come back in a big way. Cade Stover is doing something special, but it's also beneficial. He's a benefit of the Excellent play of Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord put that ball in the right spot on the money. The timing was impeccable. Kyle McCord 
please, if somebody says Kyle McCord is sad, do something for me. It's going to help me out. I'm not going to get too loud. I know it's late in the day. I know we've had long days. Uh, I've personally been up since like five o'clock. Uh, I know some of you may have been up longer than that. It's been a very long day for a lot of us. I'm not going to get up and do my normal. Well, Jay is cloud. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. But if somebody comes out here and says, hey, Tom, of course, trash. One, ask them, did they watch the game? That's a simple question. It's not really anything that is um, rude or mean or anything like that. But also ask them this. If you did watch the game, go back and rewatch the film and tell me if what your eyeballs tells you is that Kyle McCord is sad. Because if your eyeballs tell you Kyle McCord is sad based off watching the game once, rewatching the game again, you might need to evaluate the way that you watch a game and then evaluate a game when you watch it a second time. Why? Because Kyle McCord is not trash. Kyle McCord is not sad. Kyle McCord's banged up, and he went 24, oh, let me get that right, 24, 31, 335, three touchdowns, a passer rating of 200.1. Now, you may want to say, Jay, what is the cap on the passer rating in college? I don't know. I don't think there is one. In the NFL, the cap is 158.3. Anything over that, really, if you're at 200.1, if you're at 178.5, you're at 155.5, guess what? You're doing something right and doing it very, very well. And Kyle McCord's gotten more efficient. Kyle McCord has learned from his mistakes. It's not like we're seeing Kyle McCord that's, hey, ball security, timing. We saw Kyle McCord maneuver in the pocket and move up and have great pocket awareness and know, hey, this guy is coming here, great feel in the pocket, and what does he do? Move a little bit. What did he do to Kyle Cade Stover? There was one catch that Cade Stover had that was a quick little, uh, little, you may not be able to see that on the camera, but little, uh, there you go. Got the little, got the, got the sign effects and the motion going at the same time. Little, uh, little pitch to Cade Stover. Why? He had to move up in the pocket. He was getting rushed. The pocket was collapsing. And instead of taking a sack, he found a guy that was on his team wearing that gray jersey. We're going to talk more about those gray jerseys coming up later um, on next week's show and maybe have a little more graphics to show people here on the YouTube to kind of describe the things that I like, things that I enjoy about jerseys in Ohio State. What did we find here with McCord in this game? His pocket awareness, his pocket presence got better. His timing got better. Ball placement was better. He was a better overall quarterback. And on that play where he went two cased over, it was because he realized, one, ball security is big. Two, I got to get rid of the ball. Three, where's my guy? Four, what's a quick way to get him the ball? That's an easy way to get the ball from point A, me, to point B, him, and not allow the defender to get his hand in there, pick pocket it, intercept it. How am I able to elude a tackler? How am I able to move up and maneuver myself in the pocket to be able to get the ball to my guy before it gets smashed by a defender? All of that happened. Now, maybe it wasn't 10 thoughts, but he processed that bad boy so fast, and he said, eh, a little shovel pass or pitch pass right there. Now, cast over, it almost went over his head, had to get his hands on it, move a little bit, and cast over, turned that thing, which would have been a loss, like a one-yard loss for Kyle McCord, turned that bad boy into a seven or eight or nine-yard gain on that play, and it's because of Kyle McCord. Think about two weeks ago, Kyle McCord, or, or three weeks ago, Kyle McCord, on that banged-up ankle. 
Oh, it may have impacted his decision making. Oh, it may have impacted his mobility. Oh, it may have impacted his pocket awareness because of his mind. Oh, and oh, and all of these things. What are we finding here? Kyle McCord is getting better, and his efficiency was on full display in prime time. Also, can I say shout out to NBC and the Peacock over the weekend? Phenomenal job of broadcasting the Buckeyes and Texas A&M game on on Friday night. I'm going to touch on that on Monday because I was impressed and encouraged, even in a loss by the Buckeyes basketball team on Friday night. That's coming at you on Monday's show. And then also, NBC once again, first time covering a game in the shoe. Really good with the crowd noise, piping that in. Really good at the broadcast and having the broadcasters at the right volume, not too loud, not too soft, at the right pitch. Todd Blackledge, Noah Eagle, Catherine Tappan, a phenomenal, phenomenal trio of broadcasters at NBC. I am here for it. I really enjoy it. Looking forward to more coverage of that. But also, shout out to NBC and the Peacock. It was the same company. But, man, they did a phenomenal job of covering and uh, broadcasting both Buckeye games this week in Buckeye basketball. They lost to Texas A&M. Then Saturday, um, Buckeye football to a 35-point win. 38-3 win over the Michigan State Spartans. Out of here on a Saturday night after a Buckeyes win. Buckeyes advanced to 10-0. and And what's the best thing about 10-0? and A chance to go 11-0. You can follow me on X. You see it on the screen at jstevens07. You can, see, you can uh, send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. We're out of here, Buckeye fans. Postcast is complete after Ohio State's 38-3 win over the Michigan State Sparks.